My entitled mother unalived my fake baby from school, and now I think I might fail. This happened in high school when I was 16. Now I am 26, and I'm still bitter about it because it wrecked my GPA. So when I was in high school, I was in home ec for the second year in a row. At my school, we had different levels of home ec, just like how there's a Spanish 1, Spanish 2, and a Spanish 3, kind of like that. So freshman year, you did the boiled egg baby experiment, but in the higher level classes, we got these fancy robotic baby dolls. The dolls had sensors in them in different spots, in the mouth, the back, the bottom, stuff along those lines. We got these special instruments that also had sensors in them so that when we would put the pretend bottle up to the baby, the baby would react to it and then stop crying. It was really high-tech stuff. The fake baby also had a sensor in the neck and that if the neck went too far back, it would register it and it would read it as if it was broken. We were assigned the babies for one weekend. At this time, I was in marching band and had games on Friday nights. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to hear the baby cry over the crowd and also the band. So I asked my mom to babysit. I showed her how to properly take care of the fake baby while I was gone and she said that she would handle it no problem. So I go to the game, I do my marching band stuff and I go home. I get the baby back and my mom says that everything went well. I noticed when she gave it back that the baby did have some different baby clothes on and she said they'd gone over to my aunt's and the cousins had dressed the baby up but that she watched them do it. I got a little annoyed. I told her it wasn't a toy and that this was my grade on the line but she told me to just calm down. So the rest of the weekend goes by. I take care of the fake baby and didn't miss anything. To be fair I've been watching kids since I was 14 and my job at the time was at a daycare. I got Fridays off for games and they were closed on weekends. So Monday rolls around and we turn in the babies and they print out the reports from the computer. I got a really low score like a 57 or something like that. I failed that's for sure. I'm so mad because I didn't do anything wrong. I hadn't missed a thing. On the printout it said that the baby's neck had broken over like 10 times and had been left in a dirty diaper like 8 times and hadn't been fed around the same amount of time. To say that I was in shock was an understatement. I know I wasn't the only one who probably had some mess ups in the class but I was still upset so I obviously confronted my mom outraged. She had tanked my grade and I was an A and B student. She denied the whole thing and my stepdad tried to say it was me who did it and I was just trying to push blame on my mom because I didn't want to admit I did something wrong which is just not the case. So I went back to the teacher and asked her if she could print out a list of the infractions except this time with the timestamps attached to them. She said she could do that. I also asked that if I could get a letter from my parents saying that they had done all that stuff to the baby that she could possibly pass me and she said that well we'll have to see. So I get the paper and sure enough every infraction was between the time I dropped the baby off with my mom and the time I picked it up after the game. I took the paper to my mom and I confronted her. I remember my stepdad had the audacity to say I had faked it somehow as if that's even possible but I finally got her to admit that she had basically let the cousins take it to their bedrooms and play with it like it was a baby doll. All of this while she and my stepdad got wasted with my aunt. They wrote the letter, I got the permission, gave it to my teacher and I got a C. But I'm clearly still resentful even all these years later. I basically swore that day to never trust my mom with my future kids. This was also when I started to wise up to just how bad my mom and stepdad's drinking was. I had been dealing with it, but I had been in denial since I was in 8th grade. But that fall it really just hit me how unreliable they are and how much they prioritize their drinking over me and potentially my future unborn child. The original poster in this story is so smart. I'm so happy they didn't take this grade lying down because they know for a fact they took care of that baby. I love how they went to their teacher and said, hey, give me the time stamps. I got some work to do. And it's really 
really unfortunate that this person has really terrible parents who can't just admit that they did something terrible and wrong because they did everything right. They made sure to take care of the baby. They were going above and beyond to make sure this maintained their GPA. But her mom and her stepdad absolutely tanked her GPA and it's so terrible. But I think some really valuable wisdom and lessons have been learned from this. And that is that maybe you can't quite trust your parents in the way that you thought you could. Specifically in this situation. I mean, the mom and the stepdad just let the baby go to the little cousins and then they broke its neck like 10 times in a row. That's like horrifying. It wasn't a baby doll. It was like something that they needed to take care of in order for her to get a good grade. And they couldn't even do that. So good for her for stepping up, taking the initiative and making sure she didn't take this sitting down. This next one came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the jerk for forgiving someone that I know for a fact I'm going to be cutting out of my life soon? I am a 19-year-old female in my first year of college. I meet someone I used to be neighbors with, and let's just call her name Eve. And she's 21 years old, and we have an English class together, just for some context. I have lived in my current house since I was one years old, so I thought we would be friends, but that was before I learned what she is really like. Eve is such an attention seeker, and will make it seem like she has the most stress in the world, and no one can understand how she feels. For example, she was kissed without consent, and yes, that can be a lot to take on, and she didn't deal with her feelings. She completely had me, as if she would be crying and then text me saying she's having a panic attack. Eve always complains that she has so much work and that she can't do it because of her anxiety, blaming the incident where she was kissed without her consent. She also claims that she had five panic attacks this past week. I personally do not joke about panic attacks, as I have had some in the past, and I thought that I was absolutely going to explode. Having that many in a week are not okay, and you should go see a doctor, but she hasn't. I would talk to my friends about her, as we would have rant sessions to just talk about our feelings or anything else, and I would always say that she's really nice and she's a sweet girl. My friends, on the other hand, are telling me to drop her as my mental health has become compromised. She is in a club at our school, and she uses the club officers for pity or to organize her thoughts because I guess she needs help with her mental health issues, all because she just can't handle the stress all at once. Last week on Tuesday, she stomps into our English class with headphones on and her hood up. Eve hides from everyone and told the president of the club she wants to meet. The day before even, she wore a very revealing outfit that kind of had her exposed, if you know what I mean. And my boyfriend was the only person to say, hey, you might need to adjust yourself. She was mad because my boyfriend was apparently shaming her for the way that she was dressing. But my boyfriend believes in having a little bit of decency and was just trying to help. She was also mad at me because I am apparently stealing her friends like we're in elementary school or something. The reason it probably seems like I'm taking all of her friends is because everybody in the club is just simply done with her. And I try to be friendly with everyone. I was very upset that she insulted my boyfriend and was telling other people without some context to make him look bad. She also called me Tuesday and said that she was still mad at my boyfriend for what he had said and told me not to tell my boyfriend that she had just told me that. But in the end, I did tell my boyfriend exactly what she said. Because we have an open line of communication between us. And keeping something like this from him is just not fair to him at all. Thursday rolls around and Eve texted me saying she wants to talk and apologize. So I meet with her and we talk things out. I say that she's been a lot recently and I simply need some space. And she apologizes 
apologizes for ignoring me. Unfortunately, though, for Eve, she does not know that I know that she's been saying terrible things about me behind my back. I'm personally glad that we're nearing the end of the semester so I won't have to see her again. But I come back to the original question. Am I the jerk for forgiving her even though I'm going to be cutting off contact with her soon? No, I don't think you're a jerk at all. I think you're doing what needs to be done so that you can have some space. It sounds like this person is a mess and they definitely need to work on themselves. It seems like their story and their situation changes every single day and you are not responsible for trying to navigate that. If they want to try and be a good friend, then they need to start with themselves. This is nothing that you can fix. So I honestly don't blame you for trying to cut off contact and hopefully that goes well. I tried to flirt with a substitute teacher in high school as a joke and it went terribly wrong. This is a throwaway account for obvious reasons. Today in school, I had a substitute teacher for English class. As an icebreaker, I'm not really sure why they did this. She had us share our answers on if we could go forward or backwards in time, where would we go and why? She was going through each student in the class for attendance and for some reason, I was really firm on my answer. I rehearsed it in my mind for a hundred times until it was my turn. I said, I would go forward in time to when you fall in love with me, which should be in around one second. I thought I would get thunderous applause and belly laughs. Instead, I got dead silence and the teacher gave me an awkward response. I had no idea what flashed across my mind before I decided to say this and it was extremely inappropriate of me to say that. I was mortified by this and I absolutely wish that I had just said nothing. I think this would constitute as a core cringe memory. You know how as a kid you can have like a core memory and it's just embedded into your mind like it's just there forever? This is going to be one of those embarrassing moments that is embedded into this person's mind for the rest of eternity. That is so unbelievably awkward and daring to say that I can't even begin to describe the cringe that I feel just even reading that. What were they thinking? Why did they think that would be a good idea? I was almost hoping and praying that they would say that their friends had kind of put them up to it or that they were dared to do something like that. But no, they just said it because they wanted to say it. But I honestly understand the logic. I mean, when it's a substitute teacher, that is like prime real estate to decide to be a complete moron and hopefully get away with it. You're probably not going to see this person on a regular basis like you do your normal teacher. So by all means, goof off and try and have a good time. Chances are that substitute teacher is not going to really do that much for your class and is mostly just there to babysit you because the other teacher's out. So let this be a word to the wise. Next time you get a substitute teacher, you probably shouldn't try to flirt with them because it will probably go terribly wrong. I'm being ghosted off and on by this guy that I'm interested in and I don't know what to do. I'm 17 years old and the guy I've been talking to is 17 as well. We've been talking for a couple of months now. He was a really cool guy and it was nice talking to him and I would occasionally see him around school. We talked more through text than anything else. Recently, he's been super dry and has been ghosting me off and on. It started off with him saying he's just been having a bad day, but it hasn't been the same since. I confronted him through text and asked him if I did anything wrong, but he said no. I didn't believe his response because we have mutual friends together. So I'm in another group chat with him and he talks to them like everything is okay. He's not dry at all there. I tried talking to him again earlier today, but he just left me undelivered for hours, still with no response. I always have to try and start the conversations now or he doesn't talk at all. I want to talk to him like normal again, but I feel dumb for even trying. 
I don't think I did anything wrong, but it hurt because I thought everything was okay between us since he was the one who wanted to talk to me first. It just doesn't make any sense to me why he started acting super differently recently. I also don't want to make things awkward between our friend group. I have a really good friend who's friends with him, and sometimes she'll try to get me to talk to him, but he just seems uninterested. I don't know why, but I feel like she might be the reason he stopped talking to me. I'm friends with this other guy who she doesn't like at all. There might have been a possibility that she told him about it. It just doesn't make any sense because wouldn't she stop talking to me completely and not tell other people about it? I might be overthinking this though because that doesn't make sense for him to stop talking to me for that. But he does care about her a lot. I have been trying to find him around school but he literally started taking different paths to avoid me. I usually always see him after school and he's never there anymore. Should I keep trying to talk to him and possibly confront him in person or should I just give up completely? What should I do? This is a rough one, and I'm sorry to be the person to say this, but he probably is not worth your time. You can probably confront him in person if you really want to be bold, but it sounds like this guy does not want to talk to you, he is not interested in you, and in all honesty, you can probably do better. And I'm not even going to let the excuse of him just being shy or awkward get by on this one, because that's a terrible excuse. Like, you're leaving someone on red who supposedly you were somewhat interested in, and then suddenly, just cold turkey, you're going to say, nope, I'm not interested anymore. Imagine trying to pursue after that, getting into a serious relationship with them and then having them do that constantly throughout the relationship. To me, that would be a living nightmare and I would not want to deal with that. And I hope the person in this story also doesn't want to deal with that. So overall, you could do a lot better than this and it's time to probably look at moving on. My ex-boyfriend cheats on me with my cousin, but in the end, I get the last laugh. So I dated my ex from 2018 until late 2019. I met him while at a get-together and his cousin introduced us and it was an immediate clicking moment where we just connected. He was 43 and I was 26, but we did not care about the age gap between us. We were happy and in love. That is until I decided to take him to a family gathering and things started to go bad. If I could take back time, I would not have gone after what happened next. I presented him to everyone and one of my cousins, who let's just say has a habit and is quite notorious for trying to spend time with my boyfriends and the guys that I spend time with and tries to butt in between my relationships and date the men that I'm interested in. She tried to make some kind of approach towards him, but I was proud that he clapped back and wouldn't allow that to happen. But subtle changes started to happen after a while after this event. We would go on little dates or try to spend time together, but he would almost always never be available. We would plan to take road trips and he would always say that he didn't want to go. He wouldn't want to be close to me or spend any quality, intimate time together. He would even start little arguments with me for no reason and had the audacity to start comparing me with my cousin, which is something I absolutely despise. It eventually led to him not even allowing me to visit him at his apartment. I eventually came to the conclusion and had a strong feeling that he was cheating on me with my cousin. Anytime I would say her name, he would go pale in the face and start stuttering. So I decided to investigate. All of his texts would be transferred to me, thanks to Apple, as evidence of his cheating, and a co-worker would tell me his schedule, and I had an extra key to his apartment just in case I wanted to try and catch him in the act. So one day when he said that he would work extra hours, a co-worker of his confirmed that he left his workplace and I decided that now was the time. I went over to his apartment and my suspicion was true. He was in the middle of spending some quality time with my cousin, if you know what I mean. I wanted to scream, cry, or do something even worse, but I was frozen in place, completely gobsmacked. When they did notice me, they tried to make up excuses. In the end, I just took a picture and sent it to WhatsApp, grabbed my stuff, and left. 
Our relationship fell apart as my boyfriend quickly became my ex-boyfriend. That's when he and my cousin started to get petty. As an act of some kind of twisted revenge, I would receive photos or videos of them spending time together, and I was absolutely disgusted by this. I cried and suffered for far too long because of this. I even got to the point where I deleted all of my social media, and I would avoid family gatherings because I would not want to see them together again. But eventually, I decided to change and work on myself. It was the best two years of my life. I started kickboxing to work out, I went to therapy, I learned some new languages, I took cooking classes, yoga, and I was going out so much more. About a year ago, I decided to become an Instagram and TikTok influencer by telling the stories of my life and exploring my home country of Puerto Rico. And I really started to enjoy life from there. I even started dating an old high school classmate where our chemistry was amazing and he treats me so well. So two weeks ago, I was invited to a family gathering and my boyfriend came with me and I was legitimately terrified that history was about to repeat itself. And boy, was I proven wrong. I saw my ex and my disgusting cousin and my ex looked miserable. And just like clockwork, my cousin tried to start flirting with my boyfriend in front of everybody. But my boyfriend called her out and embarrassed her in front of the entire crowd of people. Everybody was happy, but my cousin was mad throughout the entire evening because of that moment. And at that moment, I realized how amazing my new boyfriend was. Back home after the event and throughout the days while I was uploading my content to Instagram, I received a new follower and it was my ex. I didn't end up blocking him as I wanted him to see how well I was doing without him. Sometimes the best form of revenge is showing an ex how well you are doing without them anywhere near you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Beautiful, beautiful experience here. I am so proud of this woman for rising above this disgusting situation and becoming better than she ever could have been. Imagine if she tried to stick with this guy even though he was cheating on her with her cousin. She would have been miserable. She would have stifled her growth as a human being and she would have missed out on all of the amazing opportunities that she currently has the chance to pursue. Stories like these don't come around very often but when they do, man, they're awesome to see. So good for her for rising above that terrible ex-boyfriend and Honestly, the sky is the limit for her. My girlfriend throws a temper tantrum anytime I don't help her out with something. I work and study at university full time. At the end of the day, I'm pretty tired and usually want to settle down and go to sleep around midnight. My girlfriend, who I love so much, is depressed and doesn't do much during her days. It has been this way since we started dating. I try my best to motivate her and to help her feel good so that she can work out or study or do something, but it's mostly to no avail. She has been good to me 
me so far, but lately she has been getting increasingly demanding when it comes to helping her out with things in her life. We had a book assignment for today, and she wanted me to read the book out loud yesterday so she could prepare for her assignment. At first I was like, yeah, sure, I would love to help you right now, but it is getting late and I have to get up early tomorrow and go. She threw the biggest temper tantrum about how I don't care about her and that this is why she doesn't want to be with me. It hurt me so much when she said that. Either way, I ended up reading the whole book of like 300 pages out loud, finishing at about 3 in the morning. She also wants me to go to the gym with her and basically be her physical trainer. She wants me to count out loud. She wants me to do the same strange TikTok exercises with her. I understand that the gym is good for both of us, but she takes extremely long and I don't have time to work out for like 3 hours every other day. Either way, I tried to express the gym issue in a civil way, but she throws basically the same temper tantrum at the exact same level. Also, I think this is not an issue of me not being able to make time. We are still able to do standard couple activities without any problem. I would love to hear from someone who has been in a similar situation because I'm not sure what to do. If you were in my shoes, what would you do? This is some really red flag kind of behavior, and I don't mean to use that in such a cliche way. Like, the way she's acting is super unreasonable. You have every right to put your needs ahead of her wants, and sleep and downtime is a very big need. If she can't accept that you need time to recharge and to do your own thing, then we really need to kind of discuss, hey, do I want to be with this person? Like, the fact that she would throw a temper tantrum over the smallest things is just not okay. That's really unacceptable behavior, and adults should not act like that. And the fact that you stayed up till 3 in the morning reading a 300-page book out loud to her is more than enough evidence for me to say that you might be a pushover in this situation. It seems like she knows if she throws a big enough fuss about something that you're probably going to cave and do it anyways. And that is not okay. But even worse than all of that, she literally vocalized that she doesn't want to be with you, saying something to the effect of, well, this is why I don't want to be with you. Like, dude, it might be time to look at dumping her and going to someone who does want to be with you because you deserve so much more than that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.